We hope you enjoy our homily podcast. Please consider supporting the ministry of Our Lady of Lourdes by donating to the Future Full of Hope Capital Campaign at LourdesDenver.org. We are so grateful for your support. Because life itself presents with every day with these kind of existential bumps, so to speak, with the moguls of life. And the natural human inclination is to say, ski around them, right? It's Thanksgiving. Don't deal with the sibling or the in-law or the weird neighbor who you just don't want to talk about. Just ski around it, right? Coming up on the end of the year, need that ask the boss for a raise, don't know how to do it, just ski around it, right? Just avoid people, just get rid of people, just kind of navigate. we got new technology to do this. Just keep kind of spinning and kind of working our way around life's moguls, right? It's the cross. It's the difficulties, the bumps, the seeming obstacles are themselves the very thing that lead us to stability. And that's the kind of the weird paradox of human existence, is that precisely the things you don't want to deal with are the things that will stabilize and order and create a kind of life that's actually sustainable and that's enjoyable. Because what will happen if you ski around all the bumps, you will lose control and then you will collapse, right? And for those of us who have lived trying to kind of ski around the moguls our whole life, you realize you're destined to absolute destruction, right? It's just you're going to fall apart eventually. This plays out on the supernatural order as well, right? Because what Christ reveals to us is it's like he takes what's in our nature and he draws it out, right? So grace builds on nature, but grace also allows us to perceive into the order of nature, the way things are supposed to be. Because remember, the Christian is the one who's convicted that our nature is fundamentally good, but it's broken by sin, and that Christ restores that and actually elevates it and perfects it in the order of grace. So grace has something to say about the moguls of life. It has something to say about engaging with the difficulties, with the challenges, with the seeming obstacles, the things you don't want to face, that you're completely averse to. That's precisely where Christ is saying, that's the point of encounter. That's the place where you make the turn right? But you have to engage it. Another name for this kind of, so to speak, kind of bizarre existential mogul thing would be conversion, right? Christian conversion is nothing other than engaging the things we don't want to think about and changing our life according to the things as they present themselves. Let me say that again. Christian conversion is nothing other than facing the things we don't want to deal with in life and converting and changing ourselves. The word for this in the, uh, in the New Testament, in the Greek, is metanoia. Metanoia, conversion. Today we speak of it as repentance in the gospel. Metanoia is two Greek words, meta, being with, and noia, which comes from the word nous, which is a way of thinking about the mind as an intuitive way of thinking, right? Not so much kind of scientific, but kind of the, the intuitive way that the mind works. So literally, metanoia, conversion for the Christian, means to change your mind, the change of one's mind, okay? On a natural level, I had a kind of metanoia experience with Father Brian 15 years ago when he said, quit skiing around the moguls, ski into the moguls, right? Hit them, like turn on them, and you'll bounce into the pockets and you'll keep control of your speed. It was like a paradigm shift, metanoia, so to speak, on a natural level. My mentality changed. The obstacles didn't change, right? The moguls were still there. The skis were still there. But the mentality changed, and the way that I engaged and approached everything became totally different and actually much more enjoyable. So Christian conversion 
implies this metanoia, changing of the mind constantly. And the reason why Christianity, for most of us, feels so uncomfortable and so annoying and so difficult and heavy and arduous is because we haven't had metanoia. And metanoia is something that we have to continually be going under, undertaking, right? We're, our minds are, are kind of just distorted. We're looking at things the wrong way. But we wake up in the morning and we think to ourselves, I'm looking at things the right way, right? And I'm going to do this, this, and this, and it better go to plan, right? I'm going to avoid these moguls. I'm going to do this. I'm going to control this way. I'm going to do this. Everything's going to be fine as long as it goes to plan. And, of course, nothing in life goes to plan, right? The challenge for the Christian is to say, I don't want to think like myself anymore, right? It's not that it's, like, really bad. It's just, it just doesn't seem to be working. And the claim that Christ gives us that we never seem to take seriously is that you don't have to think with your mind. You can think with the mind of Christ. You can think with the mind of God. Think of it like this. Fifteen years ago, I'm skiing. Father Brian is a great mogul skier. I want to think with his mind on how he hits those bumps because it looks really good, right? So I want to find a person with a better mind. I got Terry Wright and Susan Wright in the back of this church, better teachers than I am. I want to get into their mind and understand how do you teach a class? How do you organize? How do you present materials? How do you engage students? I want to take on their mind in myself. So why is it that every day we are presented with the God-man, the perfect human being, and we say to ourselves, yeah, you know what, I don't, I don't know about that. I don't know if I really trust the way that you think about things, and, which is presented in the gospel. I just don't know about those teachings in the church. I don't know about this Christian claim to this. I don't know about the cross. I mean, really? Is it really that much of a big deal? Do I really have to face those moguls in life? Our resistance to taking on the mind of Christ is the thing that's keeping us from a deeper flourishing as human beings and a deeper holiness. And I think that's the invitation of Advent, is that we have to change the way that we think in order to change the way that we live. And if you try and change the way that you live without changing first the way that you think, it's just really awkward and it's really uncomfortable. And we all experience this, right? We all try and do Christian things without metanoia, without a change and a conversion of the Christian mind. Remember, Jesus is the way and the life, but he's also the truth, right? And so when he communicates his inner life to us in the order of grace, and again, this happens in the interior life. This happens in prayer. Without prayer, there's no conversion because there's no faith, there's no life, there's nothing happening. But in the silence of your hearts this Advent season, Christ communicates the truth of reality. What he'll do is he'll take the mogul, if you'll face it, if you'll confront it, and he'll draw out from within it exactly what it is. He'll bring the inner logic, the interior meaning, the significance, the purpose of that which we deem purposeless, meaningless, annoying. He'll draw it out, and he'll reveal it to us. But the challenge and the problem with it is then he's going to say, and you have to change. You have to change your life. You're frustrated with your wife. You're frustrated with your husband. You're frustrated with your pastor. You're frustrated with your students. I'll draw out the meaning of that mogul, but you have to change your life. And that's precisely the moment of drama in the Christian. When Jesus gives you the truth, when he says, confront the mogul, engage it, embrace the cross, the confusion, the seeming powerlessness, will you change your life? And that's where he gives us this devastating and amazing line in the gospel today. 
Even now, the axe lies at the root of the tree. The mogul, the tree, the axe is there. Christ is saying, will you allow me to convert your heart, change your mind, and begin again? Are you really ready to surrender control of the way you think things should go, the way your life should be, the way your kids should be? Are you ready to surrender that into me? Because the axe, the axe is laying at the foot of the tree. And what's shocking and interesting about that image is it's not at the trunk of the tree, it's at the roots of the tree. If you give Jesus the mogul, the tree, whatever it is that you're inordinately attached to, that you're holding to, that you're clinging to, he's going to cut it but he's going to take it at the roots. Everything's going to come up. But what you'll find is if this Advent you allow Christ to cut down the trees of inordinate attachments, if you allow him to transfigure and give you the hope of engaging the moguls, the difficulties, the crosses of your life, if you allow that to happen, what you will experience is that all of a sudden space is created in your heart that Jesus can then enter. And the mystery of Christmas is a mystery of the coming of Christ but he cannot come into the heart, the manger of the heart, unless the space has been prepared. This Advent season is about acknowledging the trees, acknowledging the moguls, facing the cross head on, and surrendering our hearts to Jesus and saying, give me metanoia, give me the mind that you carry with the Father, that I might be drawn into the inner Trinitarian life and share in my mind and in my heart and my very being in your truth for all eternity. Amen.